Hi guys, welcome back to the latest with T. This week I've got stories on Jessica Mulroney's latest Instagram posts and why, uh, I don't know. Also, I've got a story on Madonna and her latest Twitter post, which I think is a little off. And then I've also got a story on Harry and Meghan and their unfortunate choice for a dinner date, their first dinner date out publicly in Montecito. So stick around because I'm going in. Okay, so Madonna put out a tweet. Um, It's a video of uh, the vice presidential debates with Kamala Harris and Mike Pence. And it says, it starts, Kamala for president. (laughs) She's running for vice president right now, but okay, that'd be nice too, one day. Kamala for president. If Kamala were a man, no one would make comments about her facial expressions. Do people fixate on Trump's facial expressions? Question mark, question mark. Um, Let's stop right there. (laughs) People, we actually do fixate on Trump's facial expressions. There's thousands of memes and GIFs out there proving it. And we also fixate on Pence's lack of facial expressions. Um, So she's saying if she was not black and not a woman, people wouldn't focus on her facial expressions, but I tend to disagree, even though I know there are racists and sexists that hold being black and a woman against her. Absolutely. But this is just not the best example of why those people hold it against her, because I think her facial expressions on a white man would be just as something to talk about. Something you would notice um, because she wears her passion on her face, on her arm. And she does make some strong facial expressions that I think work against her. As much as I like her and I want her to succeed and kill it, I do think her facial expressions work against her. I'm going to be honest. But I I almost can't blame her because God knows I can't hide my facial expressions. (laughs) But, you know, I'm not a professional up there on the world stage. And she is. And I hope that she honestly learns that that's part of the problem, that she should contain her facial expressions a little bit. Use your words. Just take those expressions and put them into words. Like, are you stupid? (laughs) Or... What you talking about, Willis? Like, what? Like, this is stupid. Like, she she could use your words, Kamala. We don't need to see so many facial expressions because they are off-putting. I hate to say it, but also at the same time, Madonna, we are fixating on Trump's facial expressions, and she says that every that every time, meaning his facial expressions, that they are hideous and rude every time he speaks his facial expressions and I have to argue with that too because he doesn't look hideous and rude he looks stupid dumb clued out um pathetic uh like a child but not necessarily hideous and rude he has been rude but generally his facial expressions are 
ridiculous. <laughs> like a child, like a clown, like a, like a Las Vegas Z-lister. He's a joke. His facial expressions are a joke. Where Kamala's facial expression are, are coming from her passion. They're coming from a brain. They're coming from losing patience with the stupidity out there. Um, and I hope she learns to curve it a little bit. But uh, just, you know, picking apart this tweet, I just don't think it's a good example of sexism and racism at play. Um, because as I mentioned, if it was a white man making the same expressions, people would be talking about it. A thousand percent, I'm sure. And that's it. That's my commentary on Madonna's latest post, which of late, you know, her posts have been concerning. She supported the quack doctor who came out with all those other quack doctors and put out crazy theories completely. And she and she backed her up. Madonna backed her up. I wish I could remember the doctor's name right now. You know who I'm talking about. She was literally insane. She, this woman also offered herself to be Trump's doctor when he got COVID. She was like, I'll help you. <laughs> she seriously raised her hand. Even Trump knows she's crazy. <laughs> and he's crazy. Um, but yeah, that was my commentary on Madonna's tweets. She'll be forever an icon. But I've always said it. Just don't, don't speak so much, Madonna. Just don't speak. It just seems a little out of touch and a little off. But you're an icon forever. You'll remain an icon. We're never going to forget all the incredible images you brought us. And good times and good memories. But, um, yeah, I didn't like this tweet. I thought, I thought it was a bit ridiculous. So Jessica Mulrooney, she's, as we know, back on Instagram. I made a post about it a few weeks ago. Um, she came back slowly. Some some pictures and posts of her children. It was very sweet. Some people had mean comments. Some people had nice comments. I was glad to see her come back. I said that I thought what happened to her was a bit too much with the whole fallout with Sasha Exeter. Um... And I was glad to see her come back. I was glad to see that it looks like she's friends with Meghan Markle still. And very good friends, in fact. And she, I believe she did herself put out a post about that and then took it down. But they are indeed still good friends. I think she said Meghan is a great friend and we've been talking every day. She's been there, there for me every day. So that was nice. I guessed that they were still friends. And then it came out that they're still friends. But she took that post down. So she's had a few posts here and there, and these two that I believe I saw this morning caught my eye. I didn't like the tone of them, I have to be honest. Sometimes she could come across as like preachy or self-righteous. Maybe she doesn't mean to. And I think sometimes when we're writing things in words, we don't know the tone the person is using. But this tweet says, when we get a pizza night at home, we order another pizza night for organizations in need. Great. That is a beautiful thing. And then it says, 
way down all by itself the words try it period it's like it sounds it sounds a bit harsh like you should try do some doing something good i mean maybe maybe it wasn't meant to sound like that but the way it's written it sounds like she was in a bad mood and she's like you should try it like doing charity like maybe she's speaking to her haters who are being so mean to her when she or or maybe she she wasn't meaning it to sound like that it wasn't sounding like that in her head but to me it just sounded a bit strong there's other ways to say it like it'd be really nice of other if more people could do that or we're writing we're we're I'm letting you know so that maybe it encourages other people to do it too try it period Ugh. and then her next post right after that was somebody who had replied to her story it's a picture of her in a nice beige dress and her caption that she writes is always a fun night on social media and then what the person had replied to her story was slut 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 So somebody on her social media had commented on a post that she put up. She's just wearing a regular dress. Slut, slut, slut. Like some mean, deranged person. You don't... A normal person does not go out there and comment on somebody that they don't even know. And even if they knew them, a normal person doesn't just put out words like that. Slut, slut, slut. Like, obviously, they're crazy. (laughs) Like, why... I can understand if you have a lot of haters and but I know there's a lot of comments that are just like this people telling people to kill themselves and da, da, da. and those are the ones that gets to these people like they'll say well you don't have people telling you to go kill yourself or hear Jessica saying someone's calling her slut 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 obviously these people are crazy they're the last opinions you should care about or let get to you it's like the, somebody that could write something like this is practically deranged and, and then she's acting like the victim. Always a fun night on social media. Saying that she's getting picked on. But everybody gets picked on. Everybody, the nicest people in the world get picked on. Dropped and bad things happening to them. So, I don't know. That wasn't a good couple posts on Instagram as far as if you ask me. If you're trying to remake your like she's she's not seeing it she's not getting it people were trying to tell her don't let negative comments get to you and she's still living by the sword of social media and people's opinions it's like no i act, i want to help you that's why i'm actually saying this i think it's like this is not the way to do it and i wanted to do better for her and for everyone you know this kind of putting out this kind of energy is draining (laughs) and that's it i like jessica mulrooney but these posts i don't know she needs like a better pr or something wait a minute did she put out one more i took a screen capture of oh it's oh she did these messages do not define me i get them many times a day but it's important to shine a light on the reality of how women treat other women on social platforms But we know that's how crazy women treat other women on social platforms. Normal women don't treat women on social platforms like this. Shine a light on the reality of how women treat other women. That's like such a generalization. What are you talking about? You've got it all wrong. Yes, there's people that treat people badly on social media. 
I've done it once or twice at the beginning when I was putting my mood out there and, and, and misplacing hostility on people and having a bad day, whatever it was. But I learned quickly that you don't do that to people. It's, it's not normal. It's projecting your bad moods and it's just not nice. Like we all make mistakes, but for her to say that this is the reality, we know the, it's a big problem. Social media is a problem. We know it's like, but you're not the teacher, (laughs) Jessica. You're not the only one. You haven't got it the worst. Ah, Jessica Mulrooney, somebody give her a social media something, masterclass. I like her, but this is not the way. She's not getting it. This, again, I'm sorry, this speaks white privilege. This is white privilege once again. It's like, why do you think you're special between the millions of other people that get hate on social media? Good people. You're not any different. That's it, you guys. Sorry, I got passionate, but yeah. (laughs) Just commenting. Just commenting. I want Jessica to kill it. I want everyone to kill it. I want everybody to feel better. Enough uplift each other. And I don't know. Don't feel sorry yourself when there's not really reason to. Because believe me, there are reasons to feel sorry for yourself these days. Okay? But these social media ones, they're not the reasons. They're they're not it. There's, There's way worse things going on in people's personal lives than the height of what's going on on social media for you. Okay? That's it. Actually, I like my passion there. Too bad. Alright, so we have a story about... Harry and Megan. Harry and Megan went out for dinner in Montecito. It's on people.com. It says Meghan Markle and Prince Harry double date with Catherine McPhee and David Foster in Montecito. So Catherine McPhee and David Foster, Catherine, they of course recently got married maybe two years ago. They met each other years ago when she was a contestant on, I believe, American Idol. And then she, she was very young and then she went on to, you know, do some Broadway stuff and a few parts here and there. I always found her a little off in interviews, I've got to say. Recently, when the pandemic started, her and David Foster um, had a little channel going. They still do. I think it's her channel. And they were doing like little songs and dance, which was so entertaining at the beginning of the pandemic. And even though I thought she was weird, she obviously has an incredible voice. And David Foster is incredible. So they were putting out these really entertaining videos. And I got into them and even promoted them on my Facebook. So now... But what we've learned lately about Catherine McPhee, it came out about a week ago, is that she is a heavy-duty Republican and Republican supporter, donator to the Republican Party. Um, So this report came out and it was saying that she had donated $500 up until like a couple of months ago. All right, so she's donating to Trump's party and his causes. Um, And that was shocking because, you know, she's got a huge gay following. So this article um, 
Jezebel, I found it on Jezebel, and then Queer TV has picked it up. They did some further digging, and it turns out that over the years, Catherine McPhee has donated thousands to the Republican Party, who famously goes against the LGBTQ community. But she's always being a cheerleader online about LGBT causes. Uh, of course, it makes up a large part of her audience. Kaching, kaching. But if you're supporting the Republican Party, there's a conflict, a huge conflict. And so that was sort of ugh, didn't taste good to find out about her. And now Megan and Harry go out on their first sort of public outing in Montecito to dinner with David Foster and Catherine McPhee. Now, David Foster famously set up for them to live on that beautiful Vancouver Island retreat. It was through him that they got that sanctuary to stay in when they first left the UK. It was brokered, let's say, by David Foster to let them stay there for free. So they're friends. Um, Catherine McPhee and Meghan Markle, I think they went to high school together. So they do know each other from back then, but they weren't like great friends. But they definitely knew each other and were acquaintances. So, you know, it's kind of understandable that they would go out to dinner, the two couples. But knowing now what we know about Catherine McPhee, this is not a good look. This is not a good look at all. This is a PR. This could be a PR. Uh, uh, uh. If the British press, God knows if they pick it up and blow it up, maybe they have already by by the time I've I've posted this. They can go right in on them because this is not I, I wouldn't be caught dead going out with a, a Trump supporter right now. Caught dead or or, or, or they're, they're as bad as to me as um, anti-vaxxers and people who are not believing in the pandemic and so on and so forth. It's like, ew, no way would I go near somebody, especially in their position. Who's like Catherine McPhee? Maybe they didn't know that at press time, though. But still, it's not a good look, you guys. <laughs> so there's an article in People magazine about this dinner day. And, you know, obviously, I would say the Hollywood PR teams are putting out this story and making it sound so great. And they had dinner outside and they were all masked and it was all safe and it was all friendly. And she's Catherine McPhee is newly pregnant. And it's all so cute when it's written in PR for people. But really, this was not a good move. It goes on to say how um, Megan, they moved to California and they've got the California, the words to the California state song. And uh, Megan wanted to show Harry California through philanthropy and that they're finally at peace and that, uh, you know, it, they're very uh, selfless. Come on. Harry's in California. Not only is he British, he is Britain. He is the fabric of of a British person. You can't get and there's no way that he feels right now at this moment quite yet like he's home. You know, he's still a fish out of water. Let's let's be honest. I'm just breaking down this article that these PR people write. No, no, it's not like that. We wish it was a storybook like that, but it's not like that. I don't know. I don't know how the British press is going to act to this one, but it's not going to be a good look for Megan. And 
I guess everybody makes mistakes. I don't think they'll be having two more public dinners together, too many more, <laughs> because uh, the news is out there. People are going in on Catherine McPhee, and with all, they have every right to. If you go in and do the research, uh, her history with uh, Republicans as of late, as of the future, uh, even David Foster, they say, played a gig at Mar-a-Lago while Donald Trump was president and he said he didn't know Donald Trump would be there. Meanwhile, it was at Mar-a-Lago, Donald Trump's estate and Donald Trump was staying there at the time. So yeah, distance yourselves from Republicans, people. It's not a good look. That's that. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed those stories. I hope you learned something. I hope uh, even if it was just about what's going on in social media and pop culture. Um, Usually I like to finish with something funny. But this week I want to finish with saying I hope everyone's keeping safe out there. First and foremost, I hope you're being strong because we need to be in this day and age. Things are coming at us left, right and center and things have never been more stressful. But honestly, I truly believe I'm starting to have a glimmer of hope for a better future. I believe that when President Trump is thrown out of office, the literal skies will open up and a lot, almost everything will be better. He, he's like a blockage that we need to get rid of. And I really do believe that there's a rainbow on the other side of this. And But it's got to start with him going first. He's the first thing that's got to go. And then I believe this horrific pandemic that's taken over the world will follow after him. I believe in science, in the people I've heard, the great minds out there. I'm listening to them. I trust them. And if you haven't heard, please believe me when I say there is a glimmer of hope. We're going to get over this. um, But we have to be strong for the short term. Um, be safe, be well, stay strong, love all around, try and smile, try and laugh, do things that bring you joy. Social media to me, it's a distraction. It brings you joy. It makes me laugh out loud sometimes. Sometimes it makes me cry, but, um, I don't know. I hope you're entertained, distracted, whatever it might be. And I love you all. Take care.